welcome back to another day, another vlog. It's good to have you back here in lockdown day four. Uh, pretty quiet day for a Monday. Um, Tech-wise, pretty average. Work-wise, going really, really well. Um, very happy. Some really nice photos I've been working with this morning. Uh, one of which was from the DJI Mini 2. Uh, I guess you sort of, one of the good things about drones is being able to get those beautiful big city shots and get those lands, those big panoramas of your cities and the area and it gives you people a good idea of that local area and see something that uh, from a perspective they haven't seen before. And growing up in Darwin, like I know the city back to front and all that, but uh, getting the drone up in only certain areas there, it's a tricky one to one to deal with because the airport right in the middle of the city. Um, so you have to sort of pick and choose your battles and find there's very limited spots where you can fly in down, which is a pain in the ass. But uh, I managed to get some really nice shots and one of which is a beautiful one from the wharf looking back over the city and it's just come up a treat. So super stoked with that. So yeah, those photos are going really, really well. It was just a day I got out in the car and had a chance. Um, strangely enough, it was one of those good days. I just needed to switch off. Uh, it was straight after Dad's funeral and I just went out to the rocks at Nycliffe where I always used to go to do my thinking. Um, it's been a bit of a, a place for me my whole life, so it's a good place to go and reflect, I guess. And, uh, yeah, then I just went into the city and found a spot and, uh, yeah, it's... They're coming up really, really good. I've got some great photos so far. So looking looking forward to that. That'll be, should be up for this weekend. So this Friday. So looking forward to that. Um, other than that, uh, yeah, got me shopping order yesterday afternoon from Coles. So that was pretty darn cool. Uh, able to just have like a normal feed instead of just eating biscuits and lollies, which is all I brought with me in the suitcases. Um, and then take, just take out. So now I was able to cook breakfast and uh, toaster sandwich, Sanger for lunch, ham and cheese sandwich. If everyone knows me, that's all I ever eat. Um, ham and cheese every single day at work for the last 12 years. Um, or not 12, probably 10 at least. So yeah, it's good to have like that normal food and not just crap and a lot, lot feel a lot happier today now that I've got food and water and stuff here to eat and cook dinner with. So nice pasta for dinner tonight. So looking forward to that. Had a chat to me, sister. Um, yeah, very cool. She's obviously stuck in Melbourne in lockdown. She's not doing this for her work, but she just doesn't have a choice. She's stuck at home without a, a sort of a job, without of a job. It's um, all closed down. So that's, yeah, good to catch up with her and have a bit of a chin wag and talk about her, what she's doing in lockdown to what I'm doing in lockdown and, and other stuff. So always a little bit of fun to sort of catch up with friends and family and, and do that while you are stuck. In your, in your hotel room or wherever you are stuck if you're stuck at home it's technology one of the best things of technology it has it has its goods it has its bads like everything in life uh but the best thing is be able to facetime i still think that's amazing um i wish we had had it when kids um like dad used to go away for months on end uh, six seven months at a time and building roads throughout the territory and you come home and you'd never get to see them so I guess that's the one thing I do value each day is being able to see Jack and have a chat to him. So technology does have a lot of things. It makes working away a lot better or a lot more sanity back into it and you can feel like you're still part of a family, I guess. It must have been terrible for those 
the older generation that are older than me um, that had to go out and, and not be able to see their kids for months on end uh, and maybe just a phone call, which is okay, I guess, but yeah, for uh, it still would have been hard for those mums and dads that had to do that. So yeah, look, it is good and I think it makes what we're going through now a little bit tricky. Uh, speaking of which, we just quickly touch on the COVID. Uh, we had a bit of an update from the PM today here in Australia. And look, he's saying that once we get to 70, 75%, they are saying November, I can't see November realistically. Uh, it's You're relying on doctor surgeries and doctors and normal logistics uh, freight companies to ship the COVID vaccine. Doctor surgeries, doctors and all that were already over overworked before COVID come along. You could never you never get into a doctor's surgery anyway. They're just notoriously useless and slow. Uh, so I, I still think it should have all should have gone to the army. Their logistics based system had it gone to them in March. Uh, I think we'd be well past where we are now, and maybe at least around the fifty percent mark. You, this needs to be done by a separate entity, not the medical uh, medical people we have now that are already overworked and underpaid as it is. So, yeah, strange. But anyway, so once we get to 75%, he's, he said today that basically they're going to basically remove most of the restrictions. You might have mini lockdowns here or there, but basically it's got to, it's got to open up. We can't keep locking it up. Um, he's saying that. I think we're roughly around the 20% or something. Um, now Israel, fun, now you're sort of going, oh, okay, 70, still going to get people dying, all that sort of stuff. Um, well, good news is there's other people in front of us, I guess a guinea pig in this uh, idea, uh, that's UK and Israel. Now, I actually thought Israel was fully done with their first and second doses. I know they've started their elderly people on their third booster shot to help against Delta, but they are both around, I think, fully vaccinated at 75% or something like that. Uh, and what they've done is just pulled all the restrictions and they're letting it go. Now they're still getting cases, but they're not getting many people badly sick. So they're not getting people in intensive care that are need breathing apparatus and all, all the stuff that where COVID-19 goes south and starts killing people. So I guess that's a good thing. And from that, he's basically said, well, yes, look, that's where we're going, and it's just going to be something we have to deal with. Now, we've got plenty of diseases that we've had to deal with from, well, for hundreds of years. Uh, bubonic plague is still around. That killed half the world's population. I think I've talked about that before. Uh, things like herpes. There's 10% of the world's population walking around uh, age 15 to 49 has a form of herpes. It's a, an STD, uh, there's tuberculosis, killed, kills a million people a year. TB, I've had my TB shot when I was a kid. I remember having that shot. That still kills a million people a year. So, look, it's one of those things, yes, it's, we feel, sort of, I sort of feel like we're getting there. Once that vaccination rate gets up and we start getting that and we get it through the, the mainstream world, and then we've got to get into the third world country uh, and get them with it. Uh, I think that's when you'll see the international travel come up. You won't be able to do the the Africas and the South Americas until we can provide them with their vaccines. It's going to have to be, I guess, the first world countries will run, start running again, and then they'll spread it out. But I think what 70 to 80% to 
is going to be that sort of mark where I think that's when they're just going to say, well, we've just got to let it go and we're just going to have to manage it from here on in. So sort of good news, uh, I guess, for small business owners. Give them a little bit of a glimpse of the light at the end of the tunnel. They've been doing it hard. Um, I'm a big proponent of small businesses. Big businesses can last and they're basically just shareholder shareholder organisations for rich people anyway. Um, But little businesses are the mum and pops that are building over 40 years that are now having to sell up their business or close their business or sack family work people. And those things are the ones that really, really crush a community. So look, fingers crossed we're getting close. So I guess it, as long as we keep that vaccination up and I know there's going to be people that are anti-vax and all that sort of stuff. And you have that's your choice. So you, you can't stop people from making the choice. Uh, everyone has that opportunity. When you pay taxes, that's fine. But no dramas at all. But when you get sick, uh, don't come whinging. That's all I say. If you're going to get sick, if you're not going to have it, that's fine. But then you've got to handle the consequences when it comes. That's part of making the decision. You can't have it both ways. So yeah, anyway, interesting to see going down that road. Uh, obviously, the states might be a little bit dicey, I think, on this. Um, I think the WA Premier had something to say about that, uh, basically saying, well, we've cut it out. We don't have it. Why should we care? Why should we open up to everyone else? It's going to be nothing's ever easy, is it, anymore? Nothing. Everyone's got their own way of doing it. No one wants to... There's no such thing as a team anymore, <laughs> it seems. Uh, it's all oh, me, 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 me. Um, so, yeah, anyway, we'll see what happens. Uh, something different. Anyway, good to see, I guess, a little bit of a positive coming down the road for us. Fingers crossed. Good luck to you all, everyone that is locked down. It's um, starting to get a bit of a sense, I guess, for it. I'm probably luckier than you guys, but, yeah. Yeah, not fun. Now, um, TIAC uh, Corporation, you've probably heard of them in Australia. TVs, 80s, 90s was sort of around, fairly big. They sort of died off a lot, but they've just bounced out of uh, nowhere and come up with that, as I mentioned the other day, the third, first third party to use that Canon ex- new accessory mount, hot shoe accessory mount that's coming out. Now, it's Having a bit of a look at it today, and it looks like a fairly decent bit of kit. The best part being, and I have to do have to say this, is you don't even have to have, say, the R3 or that 605, XF605 uh, video camera to use it with that accessory mount. You can actually retrofit this unit straight into an existing mirrorless camera to get XLR outputs straight to your camera. So, look, that's, that's pretty good. You, you're gonna be able to get digital auto transmission via di- digitized accessory shoe. That's the one, the, the new one, so that's fine. Um, now, power supplied by the camera and data, tri- and data transmission shoe. It's only compatible at the moment with Canon and Fujifilm, but as I said, you can retrofit this, so just bear with us. It's got built-in high-performance Tascam, high-definition, discrete architecture. It's got a mic preamp, uh, high-quality auto, low noise, wide dynamic range, plus 48 phantom power supply. It'll do two modes on an analog output camera uh, for audio transfer to camera's mic in headphone mode. And then that's the interesting part here. So what you can do is you can still put this onto your uh, RP, R, R5, R6 and film and run a cord straight to your mic, put batteries in the unit and you're going to be able to use XLR quality stereo system or stereo mics and get that fully digital sound straight to the camera 
So there's no sink in it on Premier Pro or whatever you use, DaVinci, whatever you're using. You don't have to sync it. It's gonna go straight to camera and it's gonna be that super high quality audio. So that is a bit of a game changer and uh, makes a big difference. And it's not a, it is a little bit tall, but it's it's a great unit. So look, I think that's gonna do really, really well. I couldn't find anywhere for the price. It's, it's only in development at the moment. There's no rumors about prices yet, but uh, great, great, Great job by TAC to just come out of nowhere and just come up with this something that's gonna be super, super popular. And I can envisage a lot of uh, creators online, especially in the YouTube market, trying to get hold of one of these and up their audio game. Audio game, it's something I try to get better with. Uh, I'm, try, I'm working a lot on that on the new shed and the new uh, system at home and the sound panels and all that I wanna install that I still haven't got a chance because back at work. Um, but look, I think it's it makes a big difference to when you're watching a clip, if you can hear and it's clear and sound. And I know, I know I've had a few videos where I was going, oh, stuff the auto and it's like, oh my God, what do I do? And all you can do is apologize and move on and try and get better. But yeah, look, great job by TAC. And I think this is gonna be a big, big ticket item and it's gonna mean a lot to a lot of people. So definitely check that one out when it comes out. And then the last one I want to talk about is Nothing. Uh, yeah, not Nothing, but Nothing, the company, the Ear One. Well, it came out in a fanfare and a, all that while I was basically on break. Uh, I looked, put my name down to get an email to as soon as they're available in Australia to get them. Overseas was not a chance. It did start out on StockX, so you could bid for them. I think that when the the hammer dropped, I think the number one pair, they all engraved one to a hundred, they had a hundred pairs. I think it was like two, two and a half thousand US dollars for a set of little headphones. Like Now these things only cost $99 US a registered retail price. So two grand was just insane. Um, yeah, just crazy, crazy. So I definitely, I think I put my bid in like 60 bucks and that was it, I was out. I'm like, it's, I'm bidding for something, I'm not paying more than what it's worth, I'll just wait because all these guys are gonna get it first anyway. Now, um, it's still going, the hype is still there. You literally cannot buy these things. Uh, I, as I said, I put my, email, put my email into the Nothing Australia site. Uh, I was on my laptop editing here when I first got here and literally the email come through while I was checking my email, so I clicked straight on it went to the site, already sold out. Like, I literally got the email. It was like a 10 second delay and all gone, fully sold out. So I've got a funny feeling there's a fair bit of uh, bots happening here. We're getting a lot of the sale bots that are buying up all these uh, headphones as soon as they go live, they just go, bah, 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 bah. see you later. So a little bit sad in that regards. But look, man, it's uh, it's just amazing to see the the hype is still going with these. They've done a fantastic job advertising and marketing these headphones. Uh, I would, I just actually want to try them just to see if they're as good as what they say because it's one of the best marketing. It's it's up there with the apples and the, like it's a gr been an absolute massive success in marketing. Uh, from these guys and I think this is their first product. It's got names like Casey Neistat in there, the guys, uh, the gentleman that started One, OnePlus, One, yeah, I think OnePlus. Uh, 
he's he started off that company and he's left and gone to this one to do more startups. Uh, so it's got some big financial backing. It's a big, big company coming along and steamrolling the competition at the moment. So it'll be very interesting because next month we should see the new Apple AirPods Pro one would envisage maybe they are due out. There's, we've had the new Sonys, we've got the new Sennheisers are out. Uh, Apple hasn't released a new Pro. We've seen the mock-ups and the leaks and all that about it. Are they coming in the next September show, the October, the November show, whatever, how many shows they have? We've heard rumours of three, of two in September. Probably, I think they're going to spread it over three because they've got so much coming. But are we going to get those AirPods Pro that we've been uh, waiting for? because the market is heating up and these guys are basically at the top of the market at the moment. Very, very, very uh, wild. Now they're 149 bucks Australian to buy. Uh, so that's not, it's 99 bucks US, 149 bucks here in Australia. Uh, look, I, I'd love to test them. I'm trying my hardest to get one twos uh, to see what I can do for it uh, and test it out. Ultralight, 4.7 grams, 11.6 speaker, um, active noise cancellation and 34 hours of listening obviously with the, the pack as well and it's a big pack so and obviously see-through headphones so that's the big selling point on so very very on trend and that's about it another day day four in lockdown program i will uh, see you tomorrow i've got to get ready and cook me some thinking veal tortellini i think with a little carbonara sauce sounds good Radio, I'll see you all again tomorrow. I'm going nowhere. <laughs> we'll be coming this way, that way. I'll catch you tomorrow. Peace.